0: we got to dispel this myth that bullying is just a normal rite of passage. We have an obligation to ensure that our schools are safe for all our
1: Body positivity is the idea that all bodies are good bodies.
0: Things can still hurt online if you talk to someone um, in a negative way. Um, you may not know exactly how you're hurting that person if you talk about them. Words can hurt. Let's, let's, uh, let's all stop doing that. Get the fuck out of my face with that shit. In this dark time of political correctness and safe zones, one man stands in the shadows with a microphone and a slew of unpopular opinions. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like, uh, your opinion, man. Backed by an unknown podcast, he tackles the topics that question the current social norm. Well, I'm a mushroom cloud-laying motherfucker, motherfucker. This is the Toe on the Trigger podcast with your host, Daniel Reppels.
2: It's, you have a differing opinion than the current rising majority, so therefore, you're a piece of shit, and go fuck yourself, and go die.
0: Your toes on the trigger, and he's here to help you keep from pulling it.
2: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Toe on the Trigger podcast, episode 083. I am your host, Daniel Repples, and joining me for a The new series, I guess, in Toe on the Trigger history, the new chapter, is coming from the other side of the country. We have Emily Prokop from the Story Behind podcast. How are you doing today, Emily? I'm
1: good. I'm snowed in, actually. Yes. (laughs)
2: Yes, you are. And I was telling you earlier, I'm sitting in beautiful, 83-degree, sunny San Diego weather.
1: Yeah. You know what? Actually, by the time this comes out, I may be in labor. Oh, really?
2: Yeah. Congratulations.
1: (laughs) I have four weeks left. Um As we're recording this, but you ended up getting all those guests to sign up to be on here. So
2: I did. So you're going to be, this is going to be, I think, the 28, no, this is going to be in April, I think, this is going to come out. So you're listening to this, it's April, and Emily's probably had her baby.
1: (laughs) And not snowed in, hopefully.
2: Let's hope not. Let's hope you don't uh, go into labor in your home and have to pay that pesky uh, fee for driving your car.
1: Oh, God, yeah. The $92 fee for driving in the snow.
2: So do you know if it's going to be a boy or a girl yet? It's going to be a boy. Do you have a name?
1: We do.
2: Are you going to share it?
1: Uh, I'm trying to think. I'm like, well, this will be out by the time. Yeah, I'll share it. It's going to be Cameron. Cameron? Yeah.
2: Named after Kurt Cameron?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know what? <laughs> we thought about that, and I was like, oh, God. He got so weird.
2: I know. But no, but all, no, Jesus my husband and know. I,
1: yeah. Oh, he's like, repent or else you'll be left behind. And those movies were terrible oh they were
2: bad those are bad movies
1: they're so bad they scared me actually they did scare me not into like christianity but to be like why would somebody put this on tv why would somebody make me watch this on a bus trip to like a youth a church youth group you know thing i'm like this is terrible i hate this
2: oh that's the worst (sighs) yeah my mom my mom i was raised in that whole like christian like end times kind of a household so like my mom was convinced like tomorrow could be the end of the world you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and so we always watched like left behind there was another series that was like way more intense than even left behind was about you know like the mark of the beast and shit so i was terrified yeah the end times for the rest of my life like up until like 18
1: those movies were ridiculously scary like they were scarier than the actual blockbuster scary movies you know like i i could watch well i mean Back in high school, you know, when I was watching those movies, we had the the teen horror movies. So it was Scream and I Know What You Did Last Summer, which are more entertainment. But those movies, oh, they were scary.
2: Yeah. but I mean, because those are just, you know, slasher killer movies where people right. are running around slashing people, which is realistic. But I mean, to have somebody, people just randomly disappear and then the whole world goes into turmoil and there's like an apocalyptic war and just all this bullshit. That's kind of freaky.
1: Oh, God. It's, well, it's, that's a way to start off the show.
2: <laughs> yeah, let's start with Doomsday. Actually, I have, I have a good way to start it off. So I, okay. I put the word out there that you were going to be on the show, and I said to people, I said, you know, if you have a question you've been dying to ask, Emily, then send it to me. And, of course, most of them are podcasters, and most podcasters aren't very good with, <laughs> with you know, being timely and stuff. It's not their fault. They all have lives. This is, you know, this isn't a career. This is a hobby, and sometimes your life gets in the way, you know. But uh, I did get one. And so okay. I'm I'm gonna play that for you, and uh, and we'll see what uh, what we get out of it.
0: Hey, Daniel, it's Sherry from Bad Cop Bad Cop. I had a question for your uh, co-host this week, Emily. Emily, I'm gonna address you directly. Ooh. Now you're stepping in big shoes here, okay? Kinky Cassie, are you had huge shoes that you need to fill, okay? Now he's been her thing, as you know, is that. Everything with her was sexual. Like she always had these great <laughs> stories about getting her asshole double teamed by a couple of black guys. You know, getting double dorked by a couple of black guys in the ass. Oh,
1: so he could have sent me a package. So we
0: uh, need you to step I up. I hope not. And walk into these shoes, embrace this, and make it a thing. Now he's had good guest hosts so far. You know, Mike Jolitz. Nobody wants to hear his getting double dorked in the asshole by black guy story. Okay? Nor does anybody want to hear Gareth's similar story. Gareth from Gareth's random ramblings. Okay? Okay. Nobody wants to hear that. People do want to hear Lauren from Bold and Belligerent. They do want to hear his getting double dorked in the asshole by a couple of black guys stories. But he won't give it up. He's selfish. So we're looking to you to step it up and make it happen.
2: Well, there you go. That is your challenge from Jerry from the Bad Cop, Bad Cop show. He wants to hear your getting double teamed in the ass by two black guys story. As
1: if it, as if it happened or like. I mean, that? if it
2: didn't happen, obviously like lying wouldn't be good for my listeners. But I mean, if you have a <laughs> similar story that you are comfortable with telling, then I I imagine that would do for him. But I don't know. He's very picky about his sexual mm-hmm. stories.
1: Yeah, I don't really. Yeah, I I really don't. I mean, aside from way back in college, but it's one of those things. Oh, I it's feel a like,
2: college story. This yeah. is going to get good.
1: No, there there were a few college stories, but, but at the same time, I feel like there's um there's a certain time limit that after ten years it doesn't count. So, uh,
2: is yeah. that true? Does that work for like herpes and stuff too?
1: <laughs> I I don't know. I hope so, but no. <laughs> for the people
2: who do, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, for other people. No, I don't have anything really fun and kinky. I'm sorry. You weren't
2: crazy in college? You didn't do just like weird shit, get drunk and like wake up with, you know, like six guys in your bed or anything like that?
1: Not six, no.
2: Just five. <laughs> You were shooting for six, but just not enough tequila <laughs> that night.
1: Oh, I just couldn't. No. Well, also, our bars close early here in Connecticut. I mean, early is in like 1 a.m. So could have gotten six, but
2: oh, that one sick. is that one hour, that extra hour that everyone else gets across the country is what <laughs> is what brings these stories. Because, I mean, Cassie's here from right here in California. And we're a crazy state. We do crazy yeah. shit. We're crazy people. I mean, we're like I've heard us referred to as the cereal state, you know, the state of fruits, nuts and flakes. And that's us.
1: Oh, no, I've never heard that before. That's no. funny. Well,
2: now now you know. <laughs> so you have nothing for, for Jerry to tell him to make I'm him uh, sorry. to appease nothing. his fantasies?
1: No, I have nothing. You know what, Jerry? I will find some erotic fiction online and I will read it in first person if you'd really like.
2: I, I would like that. I don't give a fuck about <laughs> Jerry. I would like that because you know what? You are one of my favorite voices. to hear like when I listen to podcasts like I listen to the bad cop bad cop show and it's just he that's a nasally Jew and like you know and Dave who's you know just sounds like a normal guy and everyone else are guys and like you're the only podcast I listen to that has a a woman's voice and I'm like this is comforting I like this
1: (laughs) no you could say chick actually you know what's funny is I've heard on shows um talking about other podcasts and it'll be maybe two guy hosts and as soon as they bring a girl in I never knew that there was a term for the girl they would bring in and they would call her a hole like oh they brought in this hole and i was like what is that it took me a while to hear it in context to yeah. realize oh my gosh that's just oh, oh it's right.
2: it's a hole like like I, yeah. like the vagina
1: yeah yeah
2: see okay that's but that's... i didn't
1: realize that that was something that people judged i knew people judged girl or female voices as far as you know if they have upspeak like this, or if they do vocal fry. Oh my god! <laughs> if you talk
2: like that, I would not have let you on my show because I just wouldn't have <laughs> been able to handle your voice coming into my ears at that frequency.
1: No, but you can tell when I get nervous because I get, I start saying "like" a lot, and I'm, I get really fast, and then I giggle. Like, there it is. There's the like. <laughs>
2: there it is. Are you nervous to be on the show?
1: I'm nervous any time I'm on the microphone live. You know, like there it is, and um. <sighs> So my podcast is very edited and scripted. It's definitely
2: like it's a production piece. It's not it's it's like it's like a kind of show that you would hear like on NPR kind of a thing because you put it together with sound effects. You have voiceover, uh, you have music beds, you put the whole thing together as like a package.
1: Yeah. And that's funny is I was worried about this because, you know, when you... Hear other podcasters, you get to know them so well, you're weirdly familiar with them. But this is the first time that you and I have actually talked, even though we've heard each other's voices and our shows for so long. Yeah. You know, like, and I, I always think about that when it's like, yeah, let me Skype. Oh my God, I've never actually talked to this person.
2: I felt like, the same way because we usually talk over Twitter and stuff. Like yeah. we'll, we'll message each other. And usually it's if I need you to send me some kind of, you know, voiceover thing or you need to send me, you know, and then we talk about random other podcasting bullshit at the same time. But uh, I always feel that way when I first meet or talk to another podcaster that I just know because you know them. You're in their lives. Like, you hear their their family stories, shit that's going on in their world, so you feel like you're their friend. And then as soon as you talk to them, you're like, who the fuck are you?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I even noticed it was kind of it's kind of like a first date with somebody even though you've talked to them or tight or texted them for so long
2: exactly yeah it is just like that and I've I've actually had this happen where like I've met a girl on like one of the dating apps you know and I'd be talking to them for a couple days and really into them and then I meet up with them in person I'm like oh my god like can we just maintain a texting relationship (laughs) and just not have like any interaction with each other outside of that because i love talking to you over the phone it's fantastic yeah. but in person i can't stand you
1: no and i've always been that way where you know i was in high school when aol pretty much came out and i was iming people and then i'd see them at school and i'd be quiet like i wouldn't be able to talk to them at all i'm like please just i am me and
2: <laughs> get out of my face please
1: yeah <laughs> Okay, so I'm glad that you agree with me because I found a list for you because you love lists.
2: I love lists. Okay. Hit, hit me with it.
1: All right, so this is 21 first date questions.
2: Ooh, okay. So and, are we doing this as if you and I are on a first date? Yeah, sure. Okay, I, I can run <laughs> with this.
1: Okay. But, okay, so it's written by an author who caters to introverts. So she basically catered this to be like, you don't like small talk. Here, I'll give you some questions. But- they get really creepy. They're they kind of get I don't know. Like if somebody asked me some of these, I'd be freaked out. All right. So number one, what sort of vacations do you like to take?
2: Um man. Uh I don't know. I haven't really taken any.
1: So they have a why for these too, as far as, you know, why is this a good oh, question? Man. Okay. I I
2: know. Wow. Like this is but this must have been done by like a high school teacher. It's like no. <laughs> what's your favorite? What's your favorite vacation and why? It needs to be three sentences long, and there needs to be, <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. So, how
2: about you? What is your favorite vacation and why? Oh, see, when you're on the spot, it's fucking hard.
1: I know it's really hard. I think that's why they give these to you is to put people on the spot so that you could eat and you don't have to worry about talking because you're just like, oh, I'm eating. Let me think about this.
2: Let me chew my um, food. Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> No, my favorite vacation is just staying home. Like I'm a staycation type staycation. of person. Okay.
2: Yeah. I can see that. I, I there's a lot of places I'd like to go. But what yeah. keeps me from going to certain places is how picky I am about food and culture.
1: And money too, because I don't want oh, yeah, to waste money. my money yes. on some on somewhere I'm not gonna like, you know?
2: Yeah. Uh, there's definitely a cost, uh there's definitely a cost thing involved with any anything that you do, but mostly trips. I'm going to Michigan here in a few days because my family's out there and I've been there before so I kind of know, you know, what to expect except I always went in the summer and like I guess it's like 17,000 below 0 today or something so I don't know what <laughs> is going to happen when I go out there but that was to me that's a vacation. I'm away from work. I don't have to fucking deal with anything. I don't care. My work could burn down while I'm out there and I don't care cuz none of my shit's there.
1: Exactly. Yeah, so some of these other questions are very, you know, tell me about your friends. Okay, but that one, the tell me about your friends, if if a guy asked me that, I'd be like, oh my God, I'm not good enough. He's trying to get to my friends to see if any of them are better.
2: Oh yeah. I would totally you know? I'm <laughs> the same way. I'd be like, what the fuck? What about your fucking friends? Or maybe they're maybe they want to threesome. I'd be cool with but, that.
1: But so the reason to ask this is because if you're entering a relationship with that person, you're also entering a relationship with their friends. So it's like, well, it, you're also not going to say, oh, my friends are kind of shitty. Yeah, you know,
2: exactly. You're, my but friends I'd like are cool. to know
1: that. I yeah. would want to know that.
2: I mean, if they were shitty, they wouldn't be your. if you thought they were shitty, they wouldn't be your friends. So, I mean, yeah, that is kind of like it <laughs> makes sense as a question. But it's one of those things where it's like you're just going to have to trial and error that one.
1: Yeah. So are you a dog person or a cat person?
2: Hmm. Lately, I've been a cat person.
1: Oh, you change?
2: I change, yes. Because sometimes, like, because I love dogs, but uh, so many people I know just have really shitty dogs. Yeah. And so, and a cat is always a cat. Like, you rarely (laughs) see a shitty cat. You know, like, they're just, they're all (laughs) shitty. All cats are shitty. You know, but then sometimes they decide not to be shitty. And so you can pet them and hang out with them, and then they go and they do their own thing, and they don't need to bother you.
1: That's why I'm a cat person because it's like they do their own thing and they're consistent. Yeah, exactly. My friend was actually broken up with by a guy who told her, you know, we're not compatible. You're a dog person and I'm a cat person. And that was his breakup line. Yeah, that was his breakup line to her. And that's a cop out. It really is. But you know what? (sighs) I don't know. When I met him, I was like, yeah, he is kind of a cat person and. (laughs) like in a dick cat kind of way
2: oh <laughs> he's just gonna die alone yeah <laughs> he's not just a cat person he's like the male version of the cat lady
1: yeah. <laughs> hey leave cat ladies alone we are so awesome how many <laughs> how
2: many cats do you have though i have two let's see you're not a cat lady you just own cats yeah. like cat I lady own. i think has to have at least eight cats
1: i own cats but i also own at least two shirts with cat like themes on them
2: yeah yeah that's getting pretty cat lady yeah
1: because they were cute they had like um you know one is like this is my cat costume and it was like a five dollar nightshirt, and i was like oh it's really comfortable i can wear it because i'm pregnant i like anything that fits at this point yeah it
2: doesn't even matter i could have a big penis on it and you're like dude this fits (laughs) me i don't care
1: pretty much
2: i feel you there i I mean i'm i'm not pregnant but i'm fat so i totally (laughs) i totally see where you're going with all this
1: Oh, okay. So there's this question. Are you close to your family or tell me who's in your family? So this question freaked me out because I'm like, this is what those people would ask if they were going to kidnap you and worry about who would go looking for you.
2: Yeah. You know? Or find out if they're rich so they can get a good ransom.
1: Yeah. Oh, absolutely.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That. That's – these are weird – I mean – they're kind of normal, though. It's just the way you ask them. If you're just like, tell me about your family. What's your relationship like? It's like ah.
1: <laughs> yeah. But I if, think it depends on how you deliver it.
2: It's like because if someone, if, if a girl's telling a story like, oh, one time I went with my brother to the, and you're like, oh, you have a brother? Like, how many siblings do you have? You know, that's yeah. a little more normal than how many family members do you have? What are their names? Social security that's numbers. Funny.
1: Yeah. Or like, or even just the wording of. So, are you close to your family? Like, would they worry about you would if you were be, dead? Like, miss- yeah.
2: <laughs> what are your thoughts on basements? <laughs> Do you like movies about gladiators? <laughs> yeah, shit like that. Yeah, I, I, that's a weird question. It's again, yeah. it's all about the way you word it because you yeah. can ask that same question in a way, not creepy way. <laughs> Any more yeah. on there?
1: Yeah. Oh, there are a few. Well, I'm just picking out the ones that kinda they rubbed me the wrong way. So there's one, it makes sense, but it also doesn't for a first date. What are your thoughts about the upcoming election or any upcoming election? No. And it's like no. Do you really want to get into no.
2: that? No. Nope. No. Nope. <laughs> that's like that's not even like the that's not even like dating territory. Like that's yeah. when you start going out, when you start to decide like I wanna make it serious with this person, then you decide they're political uh you know landscape in their mind
1: i feel like you get a good idea of it before you actually have to ask straight out you know yeah like if if you're learning about somebody you can kind of see where they're going politically
2: yeah that makes sense i mean you could tell someone's a liberal or conservative just by the thing the way they feel about people
1: yeah exactly
2: yeah i get that I still wouldn't talk about it on a first date, though. I think I've done that. I think politics came up one time on a date, and, yeah, we never never spoke again.
1: (laughs) So the last one is, are you dating anyone else at the moment?
2: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. You interested?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's the weird thing is, okay, so if a guy asks that, you know, he's kind of setting himself up for looking to – just I don't know it's too a, into the relationship, the girl might get scared. And the same if a girl asks it because he'd yeah. be like, whoa, 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 whoa. This, Le- is, the first this date. is a level
2: five clinger here. This yeah. Is, yeah. That's again, not a first date. That is a valid question, but not for yeah. first date.
1: No. And especially with your answer. If you answer yes, then it's like, oh, well, then this guy's a dick for cheating on whoever else he's dating with on this date. But if you say no, you know, then you kind of look like, oh,
2: wow, I yeah. have
1: all the free time in the world to get obsessed with you then.
2: Exactly. Or or chicks don't dig me. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, I didn't even think about that like one. There, but yeah. yeah.
2: Like, yeah, there's millions of women just in the vicinity and none of them want to date me at the same time <laughs> that you do. So there's something wrong with you. You're fucked up.
1: Yeah. Uh, did you ever do that? Where like you kind of saw somebody's past relationships and you were like... No, no, I, I can't I'm not even gonna go through this. It's like I don't know. I wish people came with a rap sheet almost to be like, so how did your last relationship end? Like I actually want to hear about it to hear how crazy you are.
2: There needs to be like a carfax for relationships. Yeah. Or, like, or like a yelp. Whenever you <laughs> date someone, you just you, when you're done, you just you just yelp them and you're like, Okay, <laughs> like that was good. Like he held the door for me and he bought dinner and he was really <laughs> sweet. Or dude, that guy was a dick. <laughs>
1: That would be amazing. That'd be great. You know what? I bet that would be a good app.
2: I I think I think we could do it. We could probably make a killing. Never yeah. have never have to work again. We can just podcast the rest of our lives and run our run our app.
1: Oh, that'd be the dream.
2: And I bet it's real already. Like I bet we're just yeah. way behind the curve.
1: You know, when people probably thought that Tinder was a terrible idea and they're making a killing.
2: I fucking hate Tinder. I hate it. Oh yeah. Women don't the only women I ever get on Tinder are um are bots. Just chicks that are like work for campsites that just want you to come and like they're like, "Oh, you want to see my asshole?" and you're like, "No, like I'm I'm straight." Like, "Thanks. Like, I appreciate the <laughs> offer." And they don't take no for an answer because they're all just like scripted responses.
1: Oh, that's one thing I wanted to ask you because Cassie hasn't been around. What's going on with Faith?
2: Oh, man. Okay. So she is She's just uh, she's in love with her boyfriend guy. You know, she's just and he lives in he lives in Arizona yeah. and he works in New York sometimes. So she's like she flew to New York like a month ago to hang out with him. She drives to Phoenix like every other week to go see him. And I guess they're going to get married or some shit and buy houses and all that bullshit.
1: Uh, ew. And, ugh, I'm still mad about the coffee cup thing. Like I was livid when you told me that story. Oh. I was like, that's ridiculous.
2: Imagine how I felt. I actually just used <laughs> that cup today, and I was going to go over there to get coffee, and I went to the other coffee machine because I didn't want her to see it and get any fucking ideas. Because <laughs> it's see? like a cast iron skillet. You don't touch it. Like there's
1: Exactly. you got to
2: season the cup. That's the point.
1: Oh. No, I got so mad when you told me about that. And then, on, I think the show, you were talking about how she may be... You're Pam Beasley. But I was like, no, that is a Kelly Kapoor thing to do.
2: Oh, yeah. it's totally you can't. is. But see, no. but on the Kelly Kapoor side, like she's not obsessive. It's like it's very Pam Beasley because she comes over to like my side of the building, like where we work and like yeah. hangs out on our lunch break. Like she'll come over at three thirty and just hang out for a half hour. Uh, in, in I... my office she sits in my office and just shoots the shit with me so i'm like fuck like what what game are you playing here
1: yeah it's like she wants the attention but... i think so
2: because she knows i like her like she knows that because somebody spilled the beans and told her and... oh the
1: crazy texas lady yeah the
2: crazy texas yeah. lady told her she's totally threw me under the bus
1: see isn't it weird when somebody that you've never talked to in real life knows these details about you from your podcast it's kind of
2: creepy like i'm wondering how yeah. you know and then i realize <laughs> that i just broadcast this to everybody but but <laughs> you know, the thing is, is yeah. this is from a long time ago, too. This isn't, like, one of the recent, like, last five episodes. This is from, like, months ago because I stopped talking about her, really, because I kind of gave up on her. So I know it, and it,
1: I got mad. I was like, I need to know because you play the George oh well, we killed George Michael.
2: Yeah. Yeah, we, we <laughs> killed him with that song. <laughs> with that
1: song. Because uh, I was like, Yeah, that's a great thing. You should play Faith by George Michael. And then he died like a week later. And I was like, Fuck. Yeah. I can't give him any more suggestions. Yeah.
2: Next person you tell him. Well, we did do the honey bear for uh Cassie's yeah. et- for Eddie and Elton John's she's, not dead yet. So Or so sh- Sugar sorry, Bear. Kathy. Not honey bear, sugar bear. <laughs>
1: i'm so sorry cassie yeah she but hated that we, yeah i'm sorry but we didn't kill elton john so that would have been
2: fucked i think i would have had to have stopped talking to you if you had killed <laughs> i mean not that no. i'm a huge elton john fan but it's just you know it's just principle you kill too many people i just can't i can't be yeah, involved with that
1: but we could use it for good
2: yeah we could kill we could just like you know we could play like justin bieber music on purpose yeah, kill him so, yeah <laughs> or Absolutely. kanye
1: oh kanye I feel like he won't die. I feel like he's he's sold his soul too much that he just he can't die.
2: I can't stand him. He's one of the few people that – because I'm not very violent, but I'd punch him right in the face if I saw him.
1: <laughs> you ever get so angry at somebody that it's like it's almost a turn on? Not at that person, but you're just like, oh, my God, I'm so frustrated. The only way that I can just get this out of my system is just like
2: – Is just to fuck it away? Yeah. Oh, dude, Totally. <laughs> I'm all like most of the time i run around like in a constant state of irritation at like everybody. So I'm always just kind of horny like all the time. And I don't know. Everyone just tells me, oh, it's fine. You're you know, you're just a young a young man who's going through, you know, the prime of your life. I'm like, dude, people shouldn't be as horny as I am all the fucking time. Like it causes me problems in my life. It's not just like, oh, yeah, sex is cool. It's like I need sex. (laughs)
1: because it's such a primal thing i guess like anger i guess it's something that's ingrained in you like i'll I'll be anger i'll be angry and i will fuck like those two things
2: yeah it's it's fucking or eating and lately i've gotten less pussy so it's more food so now i'm just like blowing up and now i'm making myself (laughs) unfuckable so it's i'm like (laughs) self-sabotaging myself in every area of my life
1: oh but you got a fitbit because you and i are fitbit (laughs) friends
2: We did and we won't be for very long because I haven't worn it in like three weeks. I got tired of it.
1: I don't check mine. It's on on my bra and I never check it because I'm also pregnant. So I don't want to walk around and I also don't want to look at the number. It's like I'll look at it at the end of the day when I think I've walked and it's like you've gone a quarter of a mile. You've gone (laughs) 1,500 steps. And I'm like,
2: oh. Do your tits make the like fuck the count up? No, because my mine would um because I talk with my hands so much and like even when I was driving,
1: yeah. it would count
2: steps that I wasn't taking. I was at like 6,000 steps on my way. I'm driving to L.A. And I was like, no, there's no way I've walked. I haven't walked at all. I've been driving.
1: Well, because mine's right in the middle. Like it's not on a side of the bra cups. So it's not like bouncing up and down with them. You know, ah, gotcha. Sex does.
2: You say, I wanted to beat off with mine on and just see what would happen. See if I could just like hit my 10,000 step quota in like five minutes, you know? Just, But then it would tell me I was sprinting. Like it would, you know, it'd be like, you just sprinted like seven miles.
1: Well, it would also tell you active minutes. So if you look at that after sex, you're like, yeah, yes. look at those active minutes go.
2: But I don't know because mine was on my wrist and I don't really, I'm not really, I'm not, I don't do a lot with my hands. I mean, I could maybe put it on my ass somehow and then, well, you know thrust with that then then I would know
1: (laughs) that's true Well, as far as like you like you not having sex with somebody else but just doing doing your own thing
2: doing my own gig yes yeah (laughs) yeah but I kind of gave up on it because it was like I said it was counting steps I wasn't taking and I was like my big problem isn't like taking steps it's eating too much fucking food and then like not walking enough so I need to just like not worry about this thing telling me how many steps I'm taking Just go for a walk because I can and then don't eat like a fat pig.
1: Yeah. That's always how I lost weight was food. Like exercise? No, not really. And you know what? It would just make me more hungry whenever I would have these crazy gym weeks of like, I'm going to go to the gym every single week and then I'm going to eat well. And it's like, yeah, but I also burn those calories. So, you know, I would go on the treadmill and be like a bottle of wine is about 400 calories. A whole bottle?
2: You just drink a whole bottle? Nice, isn't that like oh. weird? I don't know. I I don't drink anymore. I th- I thought that that was like abnormal. I thought people would have like a glass of wine.
1: No, if it if it's like, it if, it's wasn't like, like every day, then, if it's like a Tuesday, it's like a Tuesday. I
2: just you know I <laughs> down a. Tuesday. At least it's not a box of wine.
1: No, 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 no. This wasn't like a regular thing. It was like okay, I can have fun this weekend with a bottle of wine because you'll have like two glasses one day, two glasses another day, and it's like all right. Well, I went to the gym. I already worked this off, but. I mean, if I got home from work and started on a bottle of wine, like no, <laughs> I'm usually asleep after the second or third one. That's the thing. I'm, I've gotten older. I can't.
2: <laughs> you can't. You can't hold it back anymore.
1: I can't. I just. It just makes me sleepy. It doesn't even make. I'm like, yeah, I deserve this. I deserve to get drunk. And it's like two glasses in, and I'm like,
2: well, now you're having just, a kid, and you got to do yeah. the whole breastfeeding thing, and so you yeah,
1: you know, they make strips for breast milk to test your alcohol level. Really. Yeah, it's kind of cool the stuff that they have now to be like, um, you know, because usually, because, you know, with my first kid, I would, uh, it's called pump and dump. So if you drink some wine or something and you're worried that it'll get into your breast milk or whatever, you pump it and then you throw it out. And um,
2: does that work? So it just like it just goes in the most recent milk and then you pump that and then it's gone.
1: Pretty much. Yeah, I mean, you know, until you don't feel drunk anymore, you you know, I also had a lot of a lot of water because you get dehydrated anyway um pretty quickly when you're breastfeeding but now they have the little strips where you stick it in there and it'll tell you uh yeah this still has alcohol in it so maybe don't give this to your kid
2: and don't drive
1: and don't drive yeah <laughs> so even if
2: you had to go pick up formula you're fucked
1: <laughs> yeah but that but you know what i've been the designated driver for my husband for 8 months now so and
2: it's gonna going to keep going through the breastfeeding Probably. yeah <laughs> so it's it's funny you mentioned wine i was thinking about doing this i came upon a website a couple months ago i think it was called hobowine.com <laughs> i think that was the name of the site don't go to it because who knows what you'll find if it's wrong um but it's a site that basically it breaks down all the different types of like homeless people wine it's got night train cisco um mad dog 2020 and a couple others And I want oh
1: like Wild Irish Rose too. I think that was
2: that was the one that was mentioned in there too. It was an honorable mention. I don't think actually I think that was one. They had a couple that weren't like on the official list, but they were like honorable mentions, I guess you could say. (laughs) And they were talking about like how fucked up this this wine like makes you like it it will not just get you drunk, but like kind of drives you insane in a way. Yeah. And so I I wanted to do like a hobo wine challenge, and since I don't drink, I had to find somebody to do it. And so I don't know if you'd be willing after you're done, you know, being a parent and all that bullshit, if you would want to try <laughs> the Hobo Wine Challenge and see what it would do.
1: Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I
2: mean, you are. I, I mean, you, you're you kind of old, so I don't know.
1: I'm so old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, yeah.
2: But we could do like a YouTube video or something and you could just see, you know, you could be like, this one tastes like garbage and like, this one tastes like colon cleanse. <laughs> like, I don't know. You can make, you know, and we'll see how oh, shit this one- Just see how sloshed you get.
1: This one has hints of Drano and cedar. So, Mm. yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. You could be like one of those pretentious like wine snobs. (laughs) And instead of saying like, oh, it's got a very like oaky, you know, (laughs) with hints of, you know, Auburn grape. You're just like, yeah. yeah. You're like, mm, dog shit. Like
1: (laughs) (laughs) This would be good to go with your Wendy's fries. Mm,
2: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Your 7-Eleven hot dog.
1: (laughs) <laughs> that half-eaten candy bar you find in the couch that might still be good.
2: <laughs> I've eaten those. I have no shame.
1: <laughs> oh, I totally have to. You know, if I find like conversation hearts, I don't care what time of year it is. I don't care. I will eat them. I think the stale ones are even better,
2: like the Valentine's Day ones. Yeah. Oh God. I, the...
1: I know everyone thinks I'm crazy because like I love Rolades. Like... Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I love chalky candy. Like I love it. Like the Smarties. Time. Yep.
2: Yeah. Ugh. I, I, I don't like know. Smarties. I'm, I'm old. Big, maybe I should. You, maybe I should start like carrying eating candy more. before there was sugar and shit, like real sugar. <laughs>
1: yeah. It's like this is made <laughs> with agave. <laughs> yeah. i on. Well, I want to. I'm on one of those diets where um, where I don't do sugar or carbs now, and it's more it, it's more to relieve heartburn and stuff, but it's been um. It's tough because there's sugar in like everything. There's sugar in ketchup. There's sugar in marinara sauce. There's like the ridiculous stuff that there's sugar in that you're just like, what the fuck? Why buffalo sauce? You know? Why salad dressing? Why everything good?
2: Everything delicious is terrible for you.
1: Yeah, pretty much.
2: I mean, I even ate like I ate like two bananas one day, and I was like, you shouldn't eat that many bananas. There's so much sugar. I was like, fuck you. That's all I have left, dude. Like, go fuck yourself.
1: Do you want to take a break?
2: Yeah. The host, the <laughs> new host of the of the show. I'm <laughs> looking
1: at the clock and I'm just like... Has
2: it been half know. an hour? It has oh. been about a half hour, huh? Yeah. yeah, let's take a break and then I'll do the news and then we'll we'll come back.
1: Because I love the news. I'm excited for the news. Are you excited? Yeah.
2: Well, good. I'm excited to do the news, I think. All right. Uh, you are listening to the Toe on the Trigger podcast. I'm on with Emily Prokop and we'll be right back after these messages? I think that's what we're doing. Yeah.
0: Hello everyone, this is Jason from the 3 Is Comedy podcast featuring myself and fellow podcast comedians Bob and Mindy. Our podcast is a variety comedy show featuring a wide range of segment topics aimed at turning everyday life into laughter. But we also happen to be pretty good rappers. 3 Is Comedy, Insane as Spelling Bee. 3 Fine Folks Bringing Laughter to the Family. Tell the
2: kids to leave because we, we're dropping we,
0: profanity. <laughs> Okay, so maybe we're not good rappers, but we do know how to bring the comedy. You can check us out on iTunes or Stitcher, or you can visit our website, 3iscomedy.podbean.com.
2: Hey everyone, this is Mike from the Mike Jowett Show. You are listening to the Toe on the Trigger podcast with Daniel Revholz. With him on this episode is Emily. Emily, give him hell. This is the Toe on the Trigger News. I am Daniel Repples. A Pennsylvania man has been charged with disorderly conduct after using 911 to order some ladies of the night. Police say that Joel Eric Cummings used 911 multiple times in one night and asked the dispatcher to send women to his home. I see no disorder in someone trying to get laid, just desperation. Finally, after three weeks of evading capture, the Texas butthole tickling bandit has been caught. The suspect, who would break into homes and assault the occupants by, well, tickling their fucking buttholes, of course, The man is off the streets, and a few buttholes are a little bit safer. Meanwhile, in Florida, a Florida defense attorney who was defending an arson suspect stunned the court when his pants spontaneously caught on fire. Many believe it was a staged attempt to prove that things can set on fire for no reason, but the attorney claims it was just his e-cigarette batteries in his pocket. For Toe on the Trigger News, I am Daniel Repples, and this is The World in Which We Live. And we are back
1: so perfect that was a good one
2: that was a really good take i didn't even practice that one that's no that was really
1: good that's just the
2: the radio dj in me right there
1: what's funny is for those news segments whenever there's a florida one i always want to take a drink like that should be the drinking game is florida man and it's like there it is
2: there it is i mean i get all those stories from reddit yeah and the florida one is literally from a from a subreddit called florida man that, that makes sense and that's where i get all of, <laughs> all the florida ones from because i mean that's what that's just that's florida like that's the only state i've seen where just consistently like really weird shit happens
1: just why i don't get it it must be just all the swamps that can't be good
2: just everything i don't know it's just you got <laughs> just it's humid it's mucky it's gross you got all kinds of different types of, i don't know i i couldn't tell you it's disgusting bro. <laughs> It's but uh, I was—it's funny. I was at um, at work today. We were going over our 401ks, and being the responsible adult that I am, I decided to go to the 401k meeting and discuss uh, the different options that we had. And I work for a financial advisor company, and uh, the lady I went in to go see was talking to me about like, so what do you want to do like with your career and this and that. And I'm like, okay, look, like I'm just here to figure out my 401k. Like I don't need to tell you my whole like aspirations and everything, you know. But yeah. like, but she's so. She's so, like, tender and motherly that you just want to open your heart to her. You just want to, (laughs) like, pour your soul out on her desk and just give her. So I'm like, you know, I kind of want to be in radio. She goes, honestly, like, which direction do you think radio is going in? And I was like, dude, like, don't depress me right now. Like, Wow. But she's saying it with this big smile, like, oh, yeah, like, I see, you know. And she's like, I mean, you have a really great voice. And I'm, like, starting to get kind of nervous. I was like, "Uh, Thanks. (laughs) Like, I mean, I know other people like my voice, but for me, like I hear it all the time. So I'm kind of tired of it, to be honest. <laughs> but she's like, you could do like a lot with that voice. Like, it's a wonderful voice. And then she tried to convince me to be a financial planner. Oh, I think I think she wants to like fire people from the like, get people fired that are making a bunch more money than they need to be and then hire me in like an entry level. I think that's her maybe, big scheme.
1: Maybe that's why she likes your voice so much is she thinks that you have the voice that will make people part with their money easier
2: like, you want to put a $100,000 in Snapchat? Yeah, you do.
1: (laughs) Tell me about your family.
2: Yeah. (laughs) I would totally do that. But I would have to do it with a microphone because, like, my voice, I know what it sounds like regular. I know what it sounds like on the microphone. And I I purposefully bought a dynamic microphone that's very heavy on the low end so I can, like, make panties drop by just, like, (laughs) talking really close and just saying things like this. Ooh. Yeah, I know. I mean, I know I made you moist, and I'm sorry, but that's just... That's just how I am.
1: Well, that's why I have the awesome headphones, you know, so I can monitor all that.
2: Are they Bose?
1: No, I think they're (laughs) Monoprice.
2: See, if you had Bose headphones, you would hear it a lot better because those are very high in the low end, too. So you get the low end mic and the low end headphones and you would just it would be like the scene from Howard Stern, you know, private parts.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen that movie in ages. I'm like, "Mm."
2: it's a great, great movie.
1: (laughs) I just remember I was so happy seeing him dating myself again. Okay. So in blockbuster, you know, you go I know. (laughs) So you'd go and you'd get the movie and you wouldn't have to deal with, you know, bringing home this movie with a naked Howard Stern with the building where his penis should be. Yeah. You know, I could just bring it home and, you know, watch it at home and my parents wouldn't know what I was doing. And I was like, wow, this is a really, really like, dirty movie oh yeah i'm so glad it just says blockbuster on it they could think i'm watching aladdin or something like that
2: yeah i we used my friends and i we used to get um i'm not really dating myself but we used to have porn on vhs i mean that's kind of dating yourself but porn was on vhs for a long time but uh we uh we would put it in different movie boxes and we'd like give them to each other like it would go around the friend circle so there was one it was in a Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets case. And oh. so we named that porn Chamber of Secrets. <laughs> but it was called like, you know, you know, butt slut seven or something like that. Yeah. So. Uh, that... Speaking of masturbation.
1: Oh, yeah. I sent you this earlier. I was like, look at this. This is perfect for for the show.
2: I don't have the one in front. Do you have that one in front of you that you sent me?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's from the Guardian. And apparently uh, this vibrator. The vibrator maker ordered to pay out four million dollars in Canadian money for tracking users' sexual activity, and uh, so this sex toy maker called WeVibe has agreed to pay customers up to ten thousand Canadian dollars each after shipping a smart vibrator which tracked owners' use without their knowledge. Wow! And. And the reason for this is there's an app attached to it, apparently. So either you control the app, you know, you kind of put it, the, the female, I'm assuming, puts it inside of her and her partner can control it with the app or she can control it with the app. But...
2: You're so modest when you speak. <laughs> like, like, like you're, you're on toe on the trigger. You can say like pussy and I, all that stuff.
1: I know, but I'm also from Connecticut from a very waspy background. Uh, so
2: it's- can You, you don't want to tarnish your, your good name?
1: My good name. You know, it's also because I can't drink. When I'm drinking, it's like, okay. Yeah,
2: you know, I'll have- this fucking cunt over here. <laughs> you and not <wouldn't> believe. <laughs> so
1: stick this fucking vibe in there your you go. fucking cunt. There you go. And your partner, ah, uh, not partner. I need something better. Your fuck buddy there you go. has access to the god damn moist app and i don't know i'm really so bad at this i can't even uh this you're is someone's
2: mother what is wrong with you <laughs> know.
1: see that's why that's why i can't do it
2: <laughs> how would you like if your kid was talking like that
1: oh no <laughs> that's what i'm always worried about is i'm just like you know she's gonna be like my mom podcast and these are all the podcasts she's been on and because i i keep a list um on my show's website i'm like i've been on this 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 and this and i'm looking back and i'm like oh, i should probably label that one not safe for work just in case someone's you know because i kind of do my show for it it could be for a 13 year old you know yeah. and i don't really there's like,
2: nothing like objective like there's nothing bad about your show maybe yeah. there's like a bad word from like a movie clip you play but i think you even censor those
1: yeah i took out um the n-word out of uh forrest gump click- clip And I I was actually really proud of doing, like, how it came together. I was able to take it out and edit it so that there wasn't that awkward clip. It was, like,
2: seamless, yeah. It wasn't that that little pop when you cut something. Yeah. Nice. (laughs) So how many not-safe-for-work podcasts have you been on?
1: Hmm. I think half of them. But it's not like – it's just because they swear. It's not anything like, you know – Oh, you're listening to... Oh, there's a podcast out there called Sex with Emily. So nice. (laughs) It's not
2: you though, right? No. Oh, I was going to subscribe like right now.
1: (laughs) But I'm always worried about people being like, oh, she's a podcaster and her name is Emily and making that sort of connection of like, well, this is really... A popular podcast called "Sex with Emily," and then you look at her picture, and it's like that's not the Emily we know. No, no, no. She's doing boring history stuff, and they probably picture me with my hair in a bun, with a pencil through it, and my glasses. And but
2: how is that not sexy to somebody?
1: Uh, I don't know. You know what? I'm gonna have to get some like white snake, so that halfway through an episode, I just start playing it, and then. I'd be like oh i'm taking out my pencil and my
2: yeah you're tossing your to hair me. Oh, I, I'm, yeah. I'm already picturing it and you're taking off your glasses and like chucking them aside because like who fucking needs <laughs> glasses you know what i mean you shake your hair out i'm seeing it exactly. I- i'm right there with you you need to do that that needs to be an episode i mean I- i'm gonna listen to your podcast regardless of like anything that because you want to keep it all family friendly and i get that i understand yeah, but yeah. one of these days i think you should go off the beaten path and just do some like just something like like totally different
1: (laughs) you know what but it's a podcast so unless you'd really just hear the white snake music you wouldn't be able to like like, i have to describe everything else of just like oh no my cardigan fell off and Uh, my my bosoms are popping out of my silky blouse
2: my bosoms my (laughs) yeah there you are i'd see that wouldn't i mean as much as as much as the visual would turn me on as soon as you said bosoms i'd be like i gotta fucking skip this episode i'm sorry
1: my décolletage is showing. <laughs> oh wow! I don't
2: even know what that word is.
1: That is the chest area. That is a fancy word for the chest. Not even like the boobs themselves, but just you know, in, in very Victorian times, if your if the area above your boobs were showing, that's your décolletage. If you had your cleavage out. Wow. Very risque. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I don't think it'd be very hot if I told a chick I wanted to come on her de- her décolletage.
1: Oh my god, that'd be awesome! I would love to watch that. It wouldn't turn me on. It would not be sexy at all. But I think just for the comedy aspect of it,
2: how do you even spell <laughs> that?
1: Ah, uh, Frenchly. I don't know.
2: Frenchly. Frenchly. <laughs> you spell it French? Okay, I'll I'll look into that later. I guess <laughs> decolletage is that something you learned doing your show?
1: No, I was in a play, and we would, and it was a very Victorian play, and that was one of the lines is. Something about decolletage, and we all looked it up, and we were like, ooh, this play is getting saucy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, you have been pretty innocent your whole life, huh? Mm. Most of your life. Yeah. <laughs> Some, Except for college, which you won't disclose.
1: No, yeah.
2: <laughs> Man, are you just trying to protect the innocent or the guilty?
1: Pretty much.
2: Or both? It's uh, one of
1: those things that I'm like, eh, you know, I'm not really that person anymore. I don't know. It sounds really ridiculous. It's like, oh, just just be honest. And I'm like, Meh. I don't know.
2: <laughs> I get it. Like I said, you're just you're only disappointing Jerry and, and me, but that's that's fine. Jerry, I'm sorry. It's okay. He really Again, wanted
1: to Again, I will find the free erotic uh literature online. I'll call it literature. And um, <laughs> again, it'll probably be Victorian and be like, and I have shown him my decolletage and it was heaving.
2: Ooh, yeah, <laughs> it was heaving. <laughs> Fifty Shades of cum stain over here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> have you seen that movie?
1: I haven't. No. You know what? I tried to read the first chapter of those books and it was just such bad writing. That's what I like have heard. That- I
2: heard the writing is not great in those books.
1: Well, I guess the author started, um, she started writing that as Twilight fan fiction. So I didn't read Twilight either. So I had that going into it with very low expectations. And then I read the first chapter and I'm like, I can't even get through this. This is just awful writing.
2: Yeah, I I can imagine it is. Um, Are you familiar with the term work spouse? Yeah. Have you ever had a work spouse?
1: My old co-worker was kind of, or my old uh, co-host was kind of my work spouse when we worked together. And I had my first husband.
2: And uh, what, wait, your first husband? He was your first husband?
1: No, no, no. When I was married to my first husband, I'm married to my second husband now. Um, when I was married to my first husband, I worked with James, who used to be my old podcast co-host. And he was kind of my work husband. And we would like bring food to each other. Like I'd make extra food and share it with him and you know, it was nothing. It, it was nothing sexual or anything. It was just yeah. one of those. Oh, here, do you want this? Oh, let's go out for a drink afterward, and oh, I'll buy your dinner and stuff like that. And,
2: and yeah, yeah. And, and it was just that you guys were just really close friends, and you had like that kind of intimacy emotionally. But you yeah, weren't. Exactly. But there was nothing, nothing, no kind of like sexual tension or anything.
1: No, I don't think there was. Yeah. So if there was, I was one of those oblivious people that I was like, oh, yeah,
2: yeah, I mean, he's over there like, I'm so in love with her. And you're over there like, hey, what's <laughs> up? Want to go out for burgers?
1: Just friends zone <laughs> like the they... shit out of him. <laughs> yeah, so why do you bring it up?
2: Okay, so I have, and it's kind of good that you brought up your, your last co-host because this will fall in perfectly. So I was talking to Mandy. You know Mandy from Little Geek Lost? Yeah. So mm-hmm. I was talking to her. And her and I always have very awkward conversations, and I don't know why. Maybe because I make it really awkward, because that's just what I do. And I said to her, I asked her if she would be my podcast wife, and her rebuttal was that she's married. And I said, that's why it's a podcast wife. Yeah. It's like a spouse wife. So she kind of just deflected it, and we didn't talk about it anymore. So I decided now that on this show, this episode, I'm going to propose to you and ask you if you would be my podcast wife.
1: (sighs) Yay! Of course I will.
2: Fantastic! You've just made a very happy man out of me.
1: <laughs> so, if if I'm your podcast wife, we don't have to have sex, and I mean we don't have gonna... to.
2: I'm not yeah. I'm not ruling it out. But I mean, you are. So right. that's just that's yeah. all on you, not me. No,
1: yeah, just saying. Like you know, it's almost nine thirty. It's time for me to go to bed and be mad at you for no reason, and you you're go. gonna have to guess why. Yes, I won't tell you.
2: And then I, and then when I bring it up again. Then you have to tell me that like I should just know how you feel. You should just know that I'm yeah. upset. And then I say, I do know. I knew you were upset and I asked you and you wouldn't tell me. And then you tell me I should know why. And then we, you know, have all this and then we have then we don't have bomb ass makeup sex.
1: Yeah, but how dare you bring up words that I have said? That's my job. <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're really good at this. I mean, do you drive your husband crazy? Your no. Your real I'm husband, like, your real life husband.
1: No. <laughs> no, it's it's weird how um honest we are like like he's gotten me to the point he knows how um just how I bottle everything up and he's one of those who's just like you're bottling something up why don't you tell me and I can I can tell him honestly you know what it's stupid I know it's stupid let me sleep sleep it off and I will be fine in the morning but I'm just in a shitty mood now you know and because because there are times where I'm like not mad enough at him that i know it'll carry over to the next day it's just i need my alone time to kind of process this and when i get a good night's sleep it won't be a big deal so it's pointless to bring it up but he'll also he can kind of tell when there is something bigger that he's like just just tell me you know just tell me don't worry about hurting my feelings or hurting you know the feelings of my friends or something like that. that's gonna be
2: a rough conversation telling him you just got proposed tonight proposed to and now you're engaged podcast engaged
1: yeah podcast engaged i don't know what that entails
2: i don't either do, do, i don't do we make
1: it facebook official
2: i don't know can you do that <laughs> or would it be twitter official i mean is there some kind of like podcast uh ceremony that has to be done uh is there a podcast honeymoon
1: what I, would be a podcast honeymoon be that would be like i don't know
2: like this Pod- just over skype yeah Talk,
1: <laughs> talking all
2: that. dirty to each other over skype i can just get up on the microphone like this be like what's up girl
1: but you'd have to record it, too.
2: Yeah, it'd have to be recorded, and then it'd have to be released, and we'd have to decide whose feed we'd release it on, and it's oh, just it'd be a whole yeah. thing. And then there'd be a custody that's battle, true. and it would end in a bloody divorce. It'd be oh, terrible.
1: that's true. We'd have to, like, combine our feeds into one, like oh, a joint bank God, account. gross. Well, my husband and I still don't have a joint bank account. It's because <laughs> it's so funny. It's just like uh we're we're too lazy it's been four years now so. I mean, yeah
2: that whole like walking in the bank thing it's it's, it's hard it's fuck rough the
1: bank fuck the bank They, <laughs> i can do everything on my app on my bank app now
2: that like makes it I even actually- worse that you're that lazy because you're like we're too lazy to do it i don't even need to walk in the bank i just need to pick up my phone that i'm on all day
1: <laughs> yeah well no it requires talking to people and i don't like talking to, i don't like people like i really just don't like talking to people so if I can avoid it, like I'll go to the ATM, that's fine. Yeah. And whenever I get a check like once a year, you know, I can take a picture of it with my phone and do it from there. But if I have to go in, oh, uh, no.
2: Customer service people are just terrible. Most people like their work behind some kind of counter are usually just they're just not good at it anymore.
1: But I feel bad for them because they, they have to deal with the, probably really stupid people. The people who actually call customer service are you know for for like legit not legit reasons actually but the people who call customer service
2: for something stupid
1: yeah they have to deal with that all day and maybe one legitimate call of like hmm this is a problem not you know turn off your computer and turn it back on again
2: I had a friend who um he worked for Hewlett Packard for years and he got a call from some lady who owned a like a really small tortilla company? And uh, she called and she said her printer wasn't working. And he said, "Okay, well, what's wrong?" And he said, "She said that she was trying to print her logo onto a tortilla."
1: I was hoping that's where this was going, <laughs> and
2: and it wasn't working. And he said, "Ma'am, tortilla." His I think he told me his exact sentence was, "Ma'am, uh, tortilla is not a proper paper medium for our products." <laughs> Which I think was like the best answer, especially because I know him and he's usually like one of those very intolerant towards really stupid people things. So I don't even know how he had that job.
1: I was going to say I wouldn't have been able to do that job.
2: Yeah. No. I mean, I think I would have fucked with them a little bit if they called me and said it wasn't. I would be like, oh, so was it a corn tortilla or a flour tortilla? (laughs) Oh, see, there's the problem. Like the flour tortillas work a lot better. If you put a flour tortilla in there and then you run it, it'll work a lot better.
1: Oh yeah. When I worked in, in food service, I worked at a Carvel for like five years during college and, um, just these people and their ice cream, it was in a very rich town. So if we didn't have no fat ice cream that night, people would flip the fuck out. They, uh, they were just awful and they would come in and be like, you know, it'd be three minutes after 11 when we closed and they'd be banging at the door like i need my fat free ice cream and i'm like we're closed and they're like well my the cl- clock in my car says you're open and i'm like well you know we're closed the machine is off i can't do anything for you and there was one woman who's like that's it i'm calling the time man you know that was when you could oh call. yeah
2: the time <laughs> you're dating yourself again i am it eight, didn't
1: it wasn't that long ago but yeah eight five
2: three one two one two. that was the number here
1: oh i still I, remember
2: it <laughs> Because I, I, I used to call it to see how accurate she was. Like, I'd call and oh, just really? listen because she would only do it for like a minute. It was a chick. <laughs> it wasn't a dude. And it would be like, "Good evening." At the tone, Pacific Standard Time will be five thirty-two and ten seconds. Boop, and then would do that for every ten-second <laughs> increment.
1: Could you stay on the phone with her? Or would she hang up on you after
2: a minute? After six times of her saying that, <laughs> she's like, "Goodbye," and then she'd hang up on you.
1: There is. I forget. Um, I think it's in Japan. Where they now have uh, somebody like voice activated somebody that you could call and she's very personable and she can have a real conversation with people and people are obsessed with her. Like, but the thing is, she's kind of gathering your information. Is it so like Chatterbot
2: could, type of thing? Like, it's I, not, yeah, I
1: guess. Yeah. Hmm. Something like that. But people are so obsessed with her. They call just to talk to her and tell her about their day. And, you know, it, I kind of. I don't know. I want that for regular people where I could just hold the phone up to them when they're telling me about their day. And I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. Here, talk,
2: care. talk to the like, iPhone. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, I don't give a shit. It's like that. What was that movie with uh, fuck? What's his name? Uh, Joaquin Phoenix, where he like falls in love with an operating system.
1: I haven't seen it, but yeah, I know the one you're talking about. It's really about. fucking
2: weird. Like, I wouldn't suggest you watch it because it's, it's really like it's really weird. But I mean, it's <laughs> it's the same concept of like he, you know, he gets something he could talk to on a daily basis, and he ends up falling in love with her.
1: Of course, he does. Yeah, of
2: course, he does. And so, you know, that's the whole thing. And I mean, I I could find myself falling in love with a computerized woman because you know you could program her not to argue. You're always right. Yeah. You know, and that's
1: the thing. People have um professed love to her. Absolutely.
2: But does she have sex with you though? Because I mean, if you know me, you know, sex is a very important part of my existence. So if it was like a chick robot that like didn't fuck, I'd cheat on it.
1: (laughs) You know what? She'd probably, because she's supposed to be so nice, you could probably call her up and be like, so I'm really sorry. I cheated on you. And she'd be like, that's okay.
2: I have meatloaf waiting for you.
1: (laughs) But she wouldn't have meatloaf though. It would be like playing The Sims and getting like an awesome meal. And but you wouldn't actually have that awesome meal, and then you
2: shit your pants in the kitchen,
1: <laughs> and then you die. Yeah,
2: and then you die from you cry, and then you shit your <laughs> pants, and then you die. That's pretty much the Sims in a nutshell. Every time I played, I hated that fucking game because I always died. I always lit the house on fire. I always like I always had to go to the bathroom and like would run to the bathroom and take a shit next to the toilet. It was kind of like real life when I was drinking. You know what I mean. <laughs>
1: You know what, though? I totally like I don't know if you know the whole um, introvert versus extrovert dynamic of like um, an extrovert gets their energy from uh, being around other people and an introvert gets their energy from having their alone time. And when I'm around other people at a party or something, it's almost like I feel that Sims diamond above my head and it goes from green to yellow to red. And I'm just like at the point where I'm like. I cannot be around these people anymore. I, I need to leave. And I'm and i I'm not nice about it either. I do the Irish exit of just like, all right, no one's looking. Just going to leave. Hope just, they're all too drunk to notice. Got to go.
2: And I'm gone.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: I don't know how to. Ha- I, like, I hate going to like like clubs or I mean, even concerts. You know, yeah. like I like concerts because I like music. But like the people that are at concerts, anybody that's like like three years older than me or three years younger than me. <laughs> or not three years, but, like, more, like, you know. Yeah. Th- my age younger and, like, three years older than me, I fucking hate. I can't stand them. Like, yeah. I, just something about their attitudes. Even if, like, and they're all different. Everyone's different. But, like, in my mind, like, I put all the young people into one bubble. And I'm like, you guys are all fucked. Fuck you guys.
1: But it's so funny because I know that you're, like, you're almost ten years younger than I am. But every time I listen to you, I forget that because you're, you... Like your humor is very smart and I can kind of tell people's um, intelligence by their humor level. You know, you're not being funny in a way that's shocking, you know? So that's usually how I can tell if I can get along with people. And then I kind of forget their age at that point.
2: Yeah. I mean, I've heard that. And the thing is, I've never liked people my age. So I've always attracted to older people in their 30s and 40s. And I just always like tried to mimic what they were doing what they were saying so i could be like so they because i knew i could i wasn't like them like they didn't want to hang out with a kid but they could tolerate me being around because i wasn't obnoxious you know
1: yeah but it's more than i don't know it's more than tolerating with with people like i can tolerate people but if i have zero respect for them i'm not gonna make it a point to really go out of my way to talk to them you know
2: Yeah, if I have no, like, if I just think you're just dumber than a bag of hammers, I will, I won't, like, directly make fun of you or say, like, I will have a full-on conversation with you and pretend like I care. But, like, but the things that I say, like, I'm making fun of you, but I'm not doing it directly. You know, like, I'm just saying things that are, like, I'm, like, are you not seeing what I'm doing? Like, I'm trolling the shit out of you right now. That's kind of
1: one of my favorite things to do. I really do have an evil streak where I do that to people and it's me it's viciously mean. Yeah, it's terrible.
2: I do the Mm. same thing. It's it's really bad. There's this girl. (laughs) My friend was dating her for a while. And like she's she's pretty ish. She has a great rack on her, which is cool. And I would totally like I would fuck her if she didn't talk. (laughs) But like when she opens her mouth, I I I've never wanted to just push somebody's head into a window so bad as when she opens her mouth. Oh, God. And so, like, we'll be having... And I've, like, I've totally flamed her, like, on Facebook. Like, she'll leave this long post where, like, she's talking about all this sad, like, horrible shit in her life. And then I'll, like, copy and I'll I'll paste it in the comments and, like, correct all her grammar and then send it back.
1: (laughs) So, you're more active about it than I am? Yeah. I just... That's, that's how I lose respect for people is what they post on Facebook if it's like long diatribes about their lives. And you know what? I'm like, if if you can write a post on Facebook and you, you can't ask yourself, hmm, how do I want people to react to this? And their only response is yes and like why are you posting this? Like people are – they'll post selfies of – I'm so sick. And I'm like, how do you want me to respond to that? How are you supposed to respond to
2: that? Then you post a picture of yourself like sitting on the toilet taking a shit. You say, me too. (laughs) I am also sick. It's funny. Someone today posted something that said, name something you're grateful for that starts with the letter C. So my first one was cunt. (laughs) And then someone else said cunnilingus. And then this other guy said children. He didn't say my children. He just said children. So I replied with a picture of Matt Hansen.
1: Oh, no. I don't
2: yeah, think they, he got it, though. Oh, no. I thought what? it was fucking funny, though. I was laughing hysterically.
1: Uh, yeah, that's... The, uh, Have I just, you ever
2: posted something or, like, like trolled somebody kind of in a comment and, like, nobody was around for you to show it to you, so you're just sitting there, like, chuckling to yourself like a, like a schizophrenic? <laughs>
1: Yes. And I fucking hate it. Or somebody will respond to it as if I'm serious. And I'm like, there's no way to just say I'm being sarcastic, making fun of the original poster. Like, that's why I just I don't post or comment anymore. I actually just block a lot of people at this point. I'm just like, you know, uh, I just want to respond with something snarky. So let me just block this person all the time.
2: (laughs) Do you find people you can't reply to snark with for whatever reason? Like, Um, just, like, for some reason, like, because there are people, like, every time they post something ignorant or stupid, I'll go in there and just snark the shit out of it. And then there's some people, for whatever reason, I don't know why I'll read it, I'll be like, okay, I'll just let this one go, and I'll just, like, keep scrolling, and every time, and I don't know if it's because I don't want to have some kind of conflict with that person, or because I know they're way too dramatic and will take it way too seriously, I don't know what the reason is.
1: See, I don't, that's why I really, I don't respond to people, I just... I don't – and the worst thing is like if you go to my personal Twitter, like that's where I'll be snarky because I'm like Twitter moves so fast and nobody really follows me on Twitter and it's – you know, that's – Twitter moves
2: way too fast for me and like – Exactly. And like I I don't know. I I don't find it as fun maybe because I don't get in crazy flame wars with people because that's all Facebook is for me is like I just want to post a bunch of like really fucked up memes all day and just see if somebody gets mad. And then if they do, then I get to, like, fuck with them for being offended.
1: See, that's what I figure whenever I see your memes. And I'm just like, he's not, he doesn't really, think like, this isn't the stuff that's going on in his mind. This is really him just trying to, like,
2: post people like. Yeah. It's just me stirring the pot. Most of the time, like, I mean, because I'll post shit that's, like, just incredibly, like, sexist and, like, misogynistic. And, I mean, I'm not like that.
1: No, but like like, to
2: me, the joke is funny. Like if I'm like, that's fucking that's hilarious. Like I have to post that, but I'm not I wouldn't treat somebody like that in a relationship.
1: No, exactly. Yeah, you're not going to go. But you're also not going to go to the other extreme of posting every little thing that you find uh, offensive on your Facebook. I mean, that's the whole that's the whole point of your podcast pretty much yeah pretty much is being offended
2: yeah don't and and i've told people this before i you know because people are like i mean everyone gets too offended nobody should be offended and i i think that's the other like extreme that's just as dumb as people who get way too offended Is people that believe that you're not allowed to have feelings and be offended because you know things offend me and things offend you and everybody gets offended it's it's people don't know why they're offended
1: yeah, I've noticed that too. And like, they in, think it's just good to jump too. on that
2: bandwagon. They're just like, "Oh, like this is something that like the masses find offensive." So therefore, I find it offensive too. And when exactly. you and when you question them on it, they have no reason. Like, why are you offended by this? I mean, because you know this person and oppression and the. Uh.
1: The other thing is like, who, who are we to really say like this is offensive to somebody else? You know, and it sounds like, and you keep. It's even hard to say that because it sounds like you're burying your head in the sand by saying, "Well, because it doesn't offend me, then I have I shouldn't have anything to say about it." But at the same time, like if it doesn't offend me, if it doesn't affect me, how much can I say about it? Nobody knows. No, there's such a weird boundary there that I don't know.
2: Yeah, I I understand. I mean, and that's what I mean. Nobody knows really. Like people will be offended by suicide, but have never been touched by suicide. So it's like, wait, why are you offended by this? Like what did somebody try to kill themselves? And so this is like, like close to you or somebody who's offended by like black jokes. They're like, that's racist. It's fucked. It's like, but who was hurt though? Yeah. No one was hurt by it. It's just, you know, you laugh or you just don't like it and keep going.
1: There was actually, I remember learning in, I think it was one of my college philosophy classes, that anytime you're laughing or anytime you find something funny, it's because it's hurting somebody or it's offensive in some way, like anything. I mean, um, like somebody tripping on a banana peel to go to the very basis of basics of um, humor. Like,
2: like slapstick, yeah.
1: Yeah. They're getting hurt and you're finding it funny, you know?
2: Yeah. I mean- I I I can see where that makes sense, but then you have like really corny puns that you're just like that was pretty funny. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, but then I don't know puns. Ugh, I miss them, but and I haven't. I haven't.
2: You don't pun right enough. You're not right, punny no. anymore. You're just not. I'm not. You I'm lost. Not a, I mean, because you I, had that podcast, it. classy little podcast yep. for a while, and I used to love to listen because it was it was a lot like your show now. Story behind because yeah. you would just you would come up with a topic and you would just something random like ice cream one time you know and you'd be like here's the history of fucking ice cream and it's like it's just something you can listen to you learn some history and then you would throw in like really shitty puns not shitty but you know what i mean like they were were were, really good but they were really shitty that's why they were so good and and now your new show i don't hear any any puns at all and I, i feel robbed
1: i know i'm so sorry you know what and it is it is like a comfort level thing where you have to where i had to be comfortable enough with my co-hosts and I and I I've also haven't practiced like I haven't had the practice of puns they used to just come to me you know like anything in my head like how people can turn anything dirty I could turn anything into a pun but I guess without practice I can't do it
2: that's a bummer you need to get back I know
1: into I know because you have the sound effect waiting and I I'm sorry I do I
2: have it waiting and you haven't you haven't even let me use it yet so <laughs> maybe it will the show's not completely over yet
1: that's true so.
2: But uh, we are getting to, like, the hour 20 mark, I think. Like, well, I don't know, hour something. I started recording before we actually started recording, so I don't even know where the fuck we are. But it, it's your favorite part of the show, though.
1: Oh, what's my favorite part of the show?
2: Name, name that episode.
1: <gasps> oh, name that episode!
2: Did you bring a pen?
1: I did. I wrote name. a few things down. Oh,
2: you probably wrote down better stuff than I did, because I was, um, I didn't write a lot down. I wrote a few down, but they're not great.
1: yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I hope no one's disappointed in this episode. I didn't get as raunchy. And and I always feel like, I, see, that's the thing about being a girl on a podcast is I feel like guys censor themselves more. Like you can't, I heard you correct yourself from saying chick to woman. Yes. And I'm like, no, you can say chick to me. It's fine. You can say tits. You can say all those things. Like,
2: well, because don't, like I don't, said. I see you as, like, modest Emily. Everything I've heard of you, like, I'm surprised you listen to my show because, like, your show is very clean and very just, like, you're very prim (laughs) and proper. And, like, I don't want to go in there just, like, hardcore talking about, like, you know, butt sex, you know, because I don't know what you're going to react. And then, you know, then you're married, and there's something, like, improper about that, too, you know. It's like, you don't talk to a married woman like that or some kind of bullshit. So I don't know, you know.
1: She's pregnant, so the baby's listening, too. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) a
2: teenage bride with a baby inside getting high on information. So, yeah, I mean, I don't I tried not to censor myself too much. But, you know, the thing is, is a lot of people were telling me, you know, up up, up to a couple weeks ago, they were saying, you know, your your show is a lot about sex. Like there's a lot of sex in your show. And that's not really where I wanted to go with the show. I didn't want it to be very sexual all the time. And it seemed like every episode was just sex and sex and sex all the time. So I'm trying to get away from that. So it's kind of good that I, I I have to have, that I had you on to like censor myself a little more.
1: To, to clean it up a bit. <laughs> Just clean it up.
2: I mean, I tried to pull some shit out of you. I tried to like get you to admit to all your nasty college days, but you refused to give in.
1: You know what though? Um, I was thinking about it. I'm like, I could tell him stories and I'll probably tell him the stories from the perspective of, Oh, I have a, I had a friend who did this and da da da. But I couldn't yeah. think of any I, I couldn't even think of any good ones, honestly, I because mean, I remember
2: when we were messaging about you, you being on the show and stuff. You're like, I mean, I won't you know, I won't be able to do the stuff that Cassie did, but I could definitely like tell from the perspective of a friend. And I was like, hey, man, yeah, you, you do exactly. you like you talk about whatever you want, because <laughs> I mean, Cassie would do that a lot, too. She'd say like, you know, this one, you know, she would make it sound like she was talking about different people. But a lot of the stories were just about like three different people. You know what I mean? So, oh
1: man, you just you just blew her cover, dude. Nah, yeah, that's
2: fine. She She's blown my cover before. We're, we're we're close <laughs> like that. Well, that ended that song ended very abruptly.
1: Oof. <laughs> Here, You're gonna have I, to fix that in post. <laughs> I
2: have another one. Here we go. I okay, good. I, I don't fix shit in post. <laughs> I, I'm against it. Um, okay, I have, and I think this is how he said it. I'm not sure, but Jerry said "double dorked in the ass."
1: <laughs>
2: um, I have hobo wine.
1: I have homeless people wine.
2: Ah, see, there we go. I have modest Emily. Oh. And I have uh, come on your and I don't know what that word is that tit word <laughs> uh, Yeah, I, I got to figure out how to spell that if we end up using that. So I'm gonna have you to. Fig- I
1: wrote I wrote down decolletage too. So let's combine come on your decolletage.
2: Okay, and then my last one was podcast proposal, which is oh. okay, but I think I do like the come on your decol decolletage.
1: Yeah, D E C O L L. thought you didn't know how to spell
2: it. Did you look this up while we were talking?
1: Yeah, I wrote it down, okay. and it uh, auto-corrected. Oh, D-E-C. <laughs> O-L-L.
2: O-L-L. E-T. E-T. A-G-E. A-G-E. Decolletage. Hmm, I like that. Come <laughs> on your decolletage. People are going to think, they're going to see it, and they're going to be like, wow, this is going to be like a super like dirty episode, and then they're going to come on and be <laughs> like, wow, they talked about Facebook, and they talked about... <laughs>
1: talked about vibrators. We did. Mom- we
2: did talk about vibrators, but you said, you know, when the partner inserts it inside of their <laughs> lover, you know, and then it it does the thing it does where it vibrates, you know, like on that spot inside.
1: You know, it <laughs> reaches that pleasure zone that people are after when they consume products like this, <laughs>
2: and they reach a point of uh, of climax where they have an <laughs>
1: orgasm. You know what though? Okay, so to get a little gross, I do like that you introduced me to the phrase "jilled off." I oh yeah,
2: "jilled off." Oh, is that was that the one that you use now?
1: Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love saying like, "Oh, I totally jilled off." Yeah.
2: <laughs> what were you using before? Just boring old masturbate.
1: Pretty much. You didn't use like <laughs>
2: f- like flick the bean or anything like that.
1: No. I used to use a uh, double click the mouse.
2: I like that, but. And, i mean uh, that 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 limits you to two clicks though. yeah, i mean unless you're going and, unless uh, you're playing like cookie clicker or something
1: <laughs> and uh play d j
2: ah playing d yeah I've done that you play play d j on it, yeah, I've heard that one before too, there's a lot of weird ones like uh what is it uh rubbing rubbing the head of the man in the boat or something like that <laughs> I've never heard yeah that there's one. Just, there's a bunch of weird ones, but yeah, Jilling off is definitely a good one but then but then you know what you're doing though is you're assuming your vagina's gender, and that's just not right
1: oh see just no uh.
2: <laughs> That was
1: the thing i was doing an episode all about marriage and i kept saying bride and groom bride and groom and um like halfway through writing it i'm like oh, i should probably change this to be more like uh and their partner and the I'm
2: spouses like, spouse and spouse
1: yeah it's really hard.
2: I, I imagine. I mean, is, are you doing it? So you're just doing it about weddings in general. So it's not just like traditional weddings. It's just, just the like just or marriage in general.
1: Yeah, this is part of my uh, March series on luck and superstition. Ah. So I'm doing a whole episode about uh, wedding luck, and you know, I'm writing the bride, the bride, the bride and groom, the bride and groom, and I'm like, crap. Like, should I change this? I don't know.
2: Maybe I mean, do you uh, do you know a lot of your listeners, or, or are you uh, like me, where you have a very silent audience?
1: I yeah, well, I don't think anybody would be offended.
2: If well, I you anything. will find out. I mean, if you have I, a yeah, so, if you have a social justice warrior listener, you will know before that episode's released. They will know That's somehow. They'll hack in the server. They'll find it, and they will just get super triggered.
1: I think there are a few um, websites that definitely know my search history and it scares me the stuff that'll pop up from them and i'm like really come on
2: what do you do you search for weird shit or is it just stuff for the show
1: no it'll be stuff for the show and all uh, of a sudden i'll get ads for oh you like numerology here call the next miss cleo and, and I'm like, like this mm-hmm.
2: was just for an episode yeah my yeah. uh yeah the browsers do that all it's a google thing they send their little crawlers in and <laughs> and do that um so i actually have a question for you If you were to die tomorrow, would you be afraid of somebody seeing your browser history? No. No? Actually. Wow, you are? You are? I'd be terrified. I'm (laughs) going to have it in my will that my computer needs to be burned. Anything that accesses the internet that I've been on, it it needs to go away.
1: I mean, well, now I have this news story about uh, Vibrator that's tracking you that, you know. Yeah had it open for a while, staring at me <laughs> yeah <laughs> but
2: were you thinking about getting that product
1: no <laughs> i didn't I didn't even know this product because that's the thing. People take things off the market and then you hear about them and you're like, "Fuck I would have bought that product. I would just, like, yeah. I, mean, I
2: don't care if it's sparring on me. I mean I want the government <laughs> to know how easy it is for me to come like that'd be a good thing to know yeah. if they ever want to like torture me, they can do that
1: if it's not a Samsung vibrator that'll catch fire like, oh,
2: that'd be terrible a vibrator <laughs> that just blows your pussy off that'd be horrible
1: <laughs> that'd be awful.
2: So I actually have one more question because I I said I asked a few podcasters and I'm going to throw him under the bus because he didn't send me anything. But Adam from EHAP, I said to him, I said, hey, since Emily is going to be on the show on Tuesday, would you be willing to leave a voicemail or write an email with a question for her? He says, sure, I'll write one now. That means like now, but I'd never got it. So because (laughs) he never sent me one, I'm going to send him the one that he sent right after that. He said, question, how about you let me suck them titties? whoa that's what he he said said he said that
1: like toward me i guess oh Mm.
2: Hmm. is that a no for adam yeah i don't
1: know he's my buddy probably
2: yeah but he said for he said for real i love emily and i'll come up with something (laughs) soon so that was just it was just a joke i hope i didn't like ruin a friendship or anything like that where you're like motherfucker (laughs)
1: no he's adorable i love adam
2: he was on the last episode it's going to be released here in a week well it's been released a week ago actually wink wink
1: yeah (laughs) and uh
2: yeah it was a great it was a great show him and brian are are just great podcasters
1: i'm actually meeting brian next monday he's coming to new york city
2: ah really yeah i know he was going to New. so you're going to meet up and have lunch or whatever
1: yeah i'm taking him to good new york city pizza
2: nice you, should, sla- you should slap him and tell him to bring it back to Adam. Be like, this is for Adam for fucking his titty remark.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't. I'd be like, oh, I love them. You know what? It was funny on their show. I think they forget that I listen sometimes because they were talking about pregnant ladies a few episodes back and they're just like, oh, pregnant ladies, you know, it's just so, so sexy to see them like carrying a child. And I'm just like yeah and you know in my head i'm just like they're totally talking about me and i'm like oh, yeah. no they're talking about their wives like they are so happily married you know nah,
2: pre- pregnant women are fucking sexy some of them some of them are not flattering some women yeah. they just they get pregnant and they're like oh man i hope you push that thing out quick because you do not you are not getting that glow
1: <laughs> no it, it's different you know with a boy like the stomach actually sticks out more you look pregnant with when I was pregnant with my girl though it was like I just looked fat the whole time until maybe nine months in but like with a boy it just looks like I'm You're smuggling pregnant. a yeah it looks like I'm smuggling a basketball
2: do you have the thing so with the, where the navel pops out
1: no I never got that but I think I have a really deep belly button I always want to
2: walk up when I see that I just <laughs> want to push it like an eject button see if it pops out like an a-track you know
1: <laughs> yeah no but that's how and you get I'm slapped pre- though that's true but you know what no when you're pregnant people come up to you all the time like strangers and they just touch your belly and for my first pregnancy i hated it and then for this one i'm just like meh i don't care like they'll ask me oh how far along are you and i have to think about it but with my first pregnancy i was like oh i'm 34 weeks and two days and eight hours and then
2: you know that <laughs> do you, means do you nothing. ever like like fuck with them and be like i'm not pregnant <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> no i've thought about it i've really thought about it especially like if I'm in line at the grocery store and I just want to leave and like the person's talking to me and she's looking at my groceries to be like, you shouldn't eat that. You know, it's bad for the baby. It's I'm high like, oh, iron. Oh, shut up. Shut up.
2: Or next time someone touches your belly, like you just need to look them in the eyes and just like stroke their face. <laughs> just, just rub their face a couple times so that they know that like, oh, this is kind of what that feels like. Like, I don't know you. You don't know me. This is my stomach and you're touching it.
1: Oh, I did do that once when I was, I just got so angry one day with my uh, first child and um, you know it was a family mem- well it was one of my ex-husband's family members and she reached out and touched my belly and I wasn't even like really pregnant yet it was like I wasn't showing it all it was the first trimester and she knew and she's like how's it going in there and I went over and I touched her belly and patted it and I was like I don't know how's it going over there with you another piece of cake there like I was just
2: pissed. oh man that's fucked. you're savage yeah
1: no well that's the thing is like I do I did lose my filter With my first, like really easily, especially in the first trimester. And I think that's why James and I fought so much was I was in my first trimester and I was just brutal with him. I was like, fucking hate your girlfriend so much. She's such a fucking cunt. I was calling her a cum dumpster for a while. I was like, God, you're just going to have sex with her. And then... (laughs) You know,
2: the truth comes out because when we first talked about this, you're like, yeah, like my co-host just got like a different like a new girlfriend and we didn't really get along. And now you're like, I called her a cunt and a cum dumpster. That's great. Uh
1: Yeah. My husband had to stop me. She's like, you kind of got to stop calling her that. And I'm like, why? That's what she is. (laughs) Fucking Yoko Ono cum dumpster. And like, (laughs) Um,
2: I actually... (laughs) man, it sounds like we should change the name of the episode to Yoko Ono Come Dumpster. <laughs> but I mean, I, I don't know if that's as good as come on your uh, that Declatage. word. Yeah, that word. <laughs> that word. I mean, because those are both great, but Yoko Ono Come Dumpster, like, <laughs> that's at least a strong second. We should at least acknowledge that it's a strong second.
1: That can be the the subtitle is <laughs> Come on, on Your
2: Decolletage
1: <laughs> Yo- Yoko, comma, ono. Yoko Ono Yoko
2: Ono, <laughs> or in parentheses. It'll be like one of those songs that has like a really long title, and part of it's like in parentheticals,
1: yeah, and the thing is like I don't even hate her now, it's just I hate the I hate the idea of her and how like James and I aren't friends anymore, kind of because like we're acquaintances and yeah. how we don't have the podcast anymore, and neither of us will bring it up to ever do like a post mortem on it, but
2: yeah, that makes sense it it does suck when you lose. Like co-hosts or you know somebody who you've been podcasting with because that's like especially when you started the show with them because it's like that was your collective baby. Yeah. So oh, yeah. You, exactly. It almost feels like sacrilegious to do it without them.
1: Yeah, and that was the other thing was like, and I was so emotional in the first trimester of pregnancy too. I couldn't even come downstairs to do the laundry because the microphones would be staring at me, and I, I told my husband like, you you got to just fold them up and put them away. I can't even look at them and. You know, and I had other podcasters reaching out saying, are you OK? You know, we'd love, you know, are you going to do another show? And I'm like, I can't. I just can't. Is that why you <laughs> just
2: decided to rebrand and start over? Because like I said, uh, Classy Little Podcast was very similar to Story Behind when it comes to, you know, the uh, how it was, you know, what it's about. You know, it's just yeah. about, you know, the story behind random little things, short little, you know, not long episodes. But you kind of, you know, you change some of the, you know, the, the presentation. And
1: yeah, yeah. I, you know i i knew i didn't want another co-host because i i i felt so burned you know it was yeah. just like um and also i realized if i did a solo show it would be easier on me anyway especially if it were short it'd be easier i knew i i was pregnant at that time so i couldn't devote the time that i used to um with classy little podcasts because it would take us an hour and a half to record and then you know three something hours to edit and put together the show notes and stuff and i'm like you know what no i'm i'm gonna podcast but i'm gonna keep it simple and i'm gonna do what i would normally do for like one of the segments and uh, that's how i ended up doing it twice a week was just like oh this is easy i could do this i can get this done and now i have a bunch of um episodes ready to go for when i i, I you take your, deliver. your
2: leave yeah you're not going to do a podcast from you should do like the story behind giving birth and it's just five (laughs) minutes of you screaming
1: it'll be me screaming and then like pushing and And calling
2: your husband like a worthless cocksucker and just all (laughs) kinds of fucked up shit that women do in the delivery room
1: yeah i mean that'll be the time where i'm just like just like (laughs) your
2: father just like screaming (laughs) fucked up shit at him
1: That'll be the time where I'm like, you know, you're not even my real husband. I have a pod husband over in California and he's better than you Even yeah. though he's not here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I
2: wouldn't either. I'd stay away from that. You'd be like, Can no. you come watch? I'd be like, I am not watching that. I've seen that in school. I'm no. Mm-mm. I
1: told him, "I'm like, do not watch. Whatever you do, don't go down there. Like you're staying by my head and holding my hand. Like, don't get all curious about what the placenta looks like. Or like, if they trust say, me, my
2: vagina will never be as unattractive as it is that, that day. Like, if yeah. you like the way my vagina looks, then you're <laughs> it's going to scar you. It's just it's not going to it's not going to work for you.
1: No, absolutely, yeah. And if they're just like, oh, here's the head. Do you want to see? Your answer is no.
2: No, no I just, don't.
1: Wait for it to get cleaned off. And, you
2: know. and then hold it like a normal person. You yeah, don't need to stare exactly. at it crowning. But see, no, exactly. I'm the asshole. I'd make some fucked up comment. Like, you know, I don't know. I just – I'd be like and, – and you said no to fisting. You know, like I'd say that in the middle <laughs> of the delivery room, you know.
1: Well, the nice thing is like they they now give you laughing gas actually as – um like you could do the epidural and stuff like that, but the hospital I'm going to – Gives you laughing gas as kind of a pain thing if you don't want the epidural. So So everything's
2: hilarious. The whole thing is just funny. Yeah, I'm
1: hoping. I am so hoping that's what happens because I've never had laughing gas before. So
2: Well, I hope that when you're in the delivery room and you're pushing it out and you realize just how big this child is that you remember my voice saying, and you don't want to get fisted. (laughs) And you just start laughing. Like you laugh so hard it just shoots the baby out and you're just, it's a painless thing for you.
1: That's true because you use the same muscles pretty much like that. You're laughing, so
2: yeah, it'll be like a that. laughter enema, baby style. <laughs> so, uh, do you want to plug your show? Let people know what it's called, where they can find you, all that good stuff.
1: Yeah, uh, you can find my show at thestorybehindpodcast dot com, and I'm on Twitter at storybehindpod. And. Facebook and, and Instagram and that's it though. And
2: you release twice a week, once a week? Yeah, a
1: week. I release um technically for me it's Mondays and Thursdays at midnight, but for you it's Sundays and Wednesdays at nine o'clock. So
2: Ah, there you go. Oh yeah, it is. It I get it. You're from the future. I keep forgetting.
1: I am from a future. Everyone I've
2: been talking to has been from the future. It's it's weird. <laughs> like they're all living this life that I don't know about. <laughs> But uh, I, I definitely want to thank you for being on the show, and you will be on again. But next time, like, I am think I'm going to wait a little bit, so after all the breastfeeding and all that bullshit, so maybe you can get a couple drinks in you and, like, really just give your oofta, because I think it'll be good. And then you can make Jerry happy and me happy, and, and, you know, we'll just talk about all kinds of gross stuff.
1: Oh, I'm sorry, Jerry. I'm so sorry. Oh, it's okay.
2: I mean, I have oh. to forgive you. You're my podcast wife now. And, like, what would What kind of a pod husband would I be if I didn't forgive you?
1: That's true. You should get offended. You should get mad. You know, what kind of husband are you that you don't get mad? I'm a terrible and husband. <laughs> I'm a terrible
2: boyfriend, terrible husband. It's okay.
1: You know what? Now uh, I knew from those first date questions that you would be bad news because your vacation ideas sucked.
2: Yeah. I can't even. <laughs> you don't even know where you want to go. Do you even know what you want to do with your life? What's wrong with you? You're a failure, You're just like your father. <sighs>
1: Just like your friends that you didn't tell me about, you said they were cool.
2: What's your relationship like with your family? You wouldn't even tell me that. What's wrong with you? Where do you live? What's your credit card number? Do you have a social security number? What is it? <laughs> Would
1: people miss you if you went missing?
2: <laughs> like the psycho girlfriend meme?
1: Oh god. Yeah. Over,
2: overprotective girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's not make let, let's just be we're gonna be in an open podcast relationship. We're allowed to talk to other podcasters. We're allowed That's to true. be on other shows. You know, we can cross promote stuff like that. But we know that we're just you know, meant for each other.
1: Everyone you've cross promoted has, you're also cross promoting everyone they've cross promoted with.
2: Yeah. Just so you know. Yeah. It's how we're going to get podcast transmitted diseases. It's just <laughs> gross.
1: Oh, I guess like PTIs, I guess.
2: P- yeah. Ew. That sounds Ew. gross.
1: <laughs> pti sounds even worse than stis yeah, or STDs or yeah. ptds be like no I, I don't
2: have a sexually transmitted infection i have a podcast transmitted infection it's fucking <laughs> disgusting all these fucking podcasters just come and jerk each other off all the time
1: uh you know what though okay so the entrepreneur podcast that's what they do it's a giant entrepreneur ugh, circle jerk it's disgusting
2: and you still like- listen to it
1: no, no, I oh. don't listen to them. But I just I see them in their Facebook groups being like, "Oh, you're an entrepreneur. Come be on my show where I interview entrepreneurs about entrepreneuring." And it's oh, it's disgusting. Let's it's take like, a
2: shot every time the word entrepreneur is said.
1: Ugh. Well,
2: that's what we should do. Okay, this is what we're gonna do now. I, I have the idea. Okay, when you're okay. you know done you know with the the titty milk and all that stuff, you're gonna do <laughs> the hobo wine, but you're gonna drink it yep. every time they say entrepreneur.
1: Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'll do that Can challenge. you do that? I mean, we'll, I'll, I'll do that I mean, we'll have
2: like a, an EMT ready in case, you know, you go into <laughs> alcohol poisoning or something, but it, I think it'll be good.
1: Yeah, it'll be a night my husband's home taking care of the kid. Like, I'll have breast milk saved up so that, like, I don't have to feed the kid for days, you know, because <laughs> that'll screw me up. But Yeah,
2: there you go. Well, yeah. I did enjoy having you on the show, and, and I would love to have you on again. And I love your show, and I love your work and everything that you do because you do it with... Um, with the right, just like work ethic. Like I could tell you put a lot of work into what you do.
1: Thank you.
2: I so, try. So anyways, for uh, that was Emily from the story behind. And uh, I think it's time to, to close her out.
1: So, all right.
2: All right. This has been episode 0683 of the Toe on the Trigger podcast. I want to thank everybody for listening to the show. Please be sure to go to toeonthetrigger.com and hit the subscribe button to receive notifications of every new episode on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, or wherever podcasts are available. We are also featured, we, I don't know why I say we, I am also featured on TuneIn and iHeartRadio. I would love to get to know all of you personally, so please do not hesitate to reach out on social media. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and all other social media platforms. If you like what you hear on Toe on the Trigger, then you might also like some other podcasts, including Afterburn 739, The Bad Cop, Bad Cop Show, Fifth Cast, Gareth's Random Ramblings, Three is Comedy, The Passersby Podcast, The Bold and Belligerent Podcast, The Brand X Podcast, The Mike Jolett Show, and of course, The Story Behind. If you're too shy to be social, you can shoot us a message. Shoot me a message. Wow, I need to take those uss out of there. By going to toeonthetrigger.com and hitting the Take a Shot button, or you can email the show at takeashot at trigger.com. You can make your voice heard by giving us a call at TOE 546 T O T T that's 863-546-8688. And finally, be sure to tell a friend about your favorite podcast for Emily Prokof. I'm Daniel Repples. And until next time, be sure to keep your toe off of that trigger.
1: I always forget how quickly guys pee.
2: Yeah, we just, I mean, we just pee, shake it, <laughs> walk out. I mean, we don't even wash our hands. Like, we're disgusting. <laughs> but we don't really touch anything. I mean, we kind of do, but, like, in our minds, it's like, oh, it's just our penis. How dirty can it be sitting in our underwear all day long?
1: It's probably cleaner than your phone.
2: Oh, I, I, I yeah, it is. I mean, I watch porn on my phone. It's definitely cleaner than my phone.
1: <laughs> yes. I'm one of those people who... I plan out conversations in advance and if people don't follow the script nobody that follows I've, the fucking
2: script story oh. of my life oh dude fuck those people they're terrible actors and they deserve no awards
1: <laughs> and I'm like no that's not what you were supposed to say like I don't have a, a ready response for that because that's really stupid and here's what you should have said that would have been a good argument and in the response
2: this. that you have is always like just tits like it's great it's like <laughs> yeah, I, I, I could have demolished you with that and then you came back oh, with this so nonsense good. fuck you
1: I remember, like, thinking about conversations in advance, like, as early as kindergarten. And I remember thinking, like, on the bus one day, I'm like, okay, next time somebody bullies me, I need to come up with this amazing comeback, like, something they're mm. never going to expect. And and I remember coming up with it and being like, okay, I'm so ready to use it. And it was, it was something worse. like, no, yeah. I never got a chance to use it. And now I'm thinking about it now. I'm just like, okay, coming from maybe a first grader or a second grader, go fuck a sheep would be like incredible. But coming from a 34 year old, it's like, eh.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I was the same way with my ex. Like she would start, actually I used to pull this thing on her and I kind of feel like a douchebag for it, but it it made, it made sense at the time and still kind of does like she would yell at me just like fucking just tearing at me. And I'd be like, I'd look her in the eyes and like in my most gentle voice, I'd be like, babe, have I ever yelled at you? And she'd look, she'd, she'd look at me. And she'd go, No. And I'd be like, Then just please don't yell at me. And just like Yeah. It's like it's so heartbreaking. You know what I mean? Because you're like, fuck, yeah. I'm such a scumbag, like yeah. for yelling at somebody who cares about me, you know?
1: I'm one of those people I get really I get hangry and uh so he's like, Well, okay, you're mad at me. Um off topic, I'm going to cook something. Would you like some?
2: <laughs> Hypothetically, <laughs> if I were to cook food, would you please fucking eat it?
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty much.
2: Cuz you're a fucking psycho right now.
1: <laughs> I know. Cuz he knows, especially with pregnancy, like although he did do this thing, he was like, "Oh man, did you just reach like the third trimester where you're angry all the time and that I got mad at him for?" I was like, "God damn it, maybe you're right, but god fucking damn it how dare you bring that up something I said in the second trimester Well, like. you
2: didn't have to come inside me <laughs> <laughs>